Hey everyone, Joe Batanz here with just a brief introduction about what you're going to listen to with this bonus content. Uh, three weeks ago today, actually, Lori and I were driving to Los Angeles to record what would be uh, the final episode of the season for Camp Wanna Recap, but also the pilot episode for The T, episode zero of The T, which you heard. And on our way to the studio to record those sessions... We just did an impromptu live show on Mixer, which I can do from my phone. And so that's what you're going to listen to right now. It's, an, it's just literally the, the drive. It's Lori and I. Uh, it's, yeah, it's, I'm t- Lori and I are in the car on the way to the studio just chatting, and we decided to broadcast it on Mixler. And that's what this is. So I hope you guys enjoy it. Just some bonus content that you can enjoy here on Afterthought Media. All right. Thank you. Yeah, I, uh... Oh my god, what a gross noise. My throat has just been really bugging me. Um, What's the sound? Um, Anyways. Oh, oh, what is going on here with it? So, hey everybody, we're, uh, and I don't know if you guys can hear us or not, or what the sound quality is like, but Lori and I are currently driving to LA, and now a cop has just cleared, oh no, oh no, 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 it looks like now we're back, we're back in business driving. Oh, he did one of those zigzaggy things, where he... Yeah, but then now this red car is off the road, and, oh, uh, oh, oh God. Oh, oh, no. God. oh no! Oh, oh no! Oh no! It's a white woman. <clears throat> She's gonna have some issues. Um. <clears throat> so let's see here. I don't. You know what's so funny is Mixler hasn't been sending out um, like those show notices. Oh no! Because no, Humble Pie is there and says road trip. Oh. So yeah. I guess people did. Uh, Humble I Pie. Did you get a Did you get a, a notification? Oh, you, did you get a notification yesterday, Lori? I got a notification. Yeah, that's how I know that you guys are recording. Oh, interesting. Um. Anyway, so what were we talking? Oh, uh, oh wait. Humble, Pi- Humble said he didn't get a notification. Well, Humble, how did you know we were here then? He's always logged in. Yeah, but how does? But okay, he's always logged in. But how does he know? Is it weird that I have to put that there because there's no separator for the drinks? <laughs> so that he's something to like when you turn it'll yeah, go like that. Yeah, it slides. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, but wait. He's, so humble says he has the tab open on his desktop. But how do you know we're talking? Because he always has the tab. I open. know, but but if he has the tab open, does he does he just hear noise? Does he hear yeah. us talking? It's just a. It's like a ghost sound that comes through. <clears throat> oh, he's a software engineer, and he works from home a lot. I love how I'm driving and reading. Yeah. Um, Anyway, I, you know I drive and watch movies. Have you ever done that? Drive and watch movies? No. Oh, that, I watch TV. I watch movies. I, I'm like the worst person ever. Because I drive so much, I get so bored. That I'll, uh-huh. I'll watch, I watched The Fifth Element driving home last night. Oh, really? Yeah. Cherie wants to hey, Joe. Hey, Cherie. Lori and I are driving into Los Angeles to do two podcasts today. We're doing uh, a brand new podcast we're starting called The Tea. It's like The View, but it's... Um... But with more drama. <laughs> <laughs> Shannon knows what she did. Yeah. And then, uh, why don't you read the chat? Because I can't, I don't want to... Okay. All right. So anyway, you can look and you can interact with that. And uh, you don't have to hold it up like that. You can oh. Do you want. 
Or maybe you can also put it in here and just point it towards you. Why don't you do that? Okay. A lot of, a lot of point here. Here, I'll do it. 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 What kind of weird, you know, contraption do you have? Uh, I don't know. I didn't know that that was how it came about. Is that true? I'm just guessing. 
I bet you you're right. I bet you there used to be. I'm making again. This is called making up history with Joe and Lauren. <laughs> That's our new. Oh my god, we just created a new we, podcast. We had the podcast called Made Up History <laughs> made up. with Joe and Lauren. Yeah. <laughs> it probably didn't happen this way. Yeah. But it could have. Yeah. Where people ask this question about what happened, and then we just make it up. We just make it up in our head. If, yeah. So in the chat room, if you're listening, if you if there is a moment from history that you have a question for me and Lori about, yeah, we will tell you the history. Well, we don't know if it's real. Yeah. But we will we will we will tell you what happened. Yeah. Anyway. Um, uh, so like anyway, freeways. I bet you in the old days there were like private roads that you had to pay for. Oh yeah. And the government came in and was like, "Well, we'll make some, and they're free." Well, that's why Irvine has so many toll roads because they're um, they're they're actually owned by a, a, like a, a, a family. It's the fam- Irvine family. Yeah. In fact, when you live in Irvine, now this isn't made up history. You know, like in Anaheim, do, do, does your aunt own the house? Uh, yeah. She okay. Answered. So, your aunt owns the house, okay? Yeah. So, I mean, she owns the property to a certain... There's certain measurements of what they own the property to. Yeah. In Irvine, they don't sell you the property. You basically get, like, a 99-year lease or, like, a 300-year lease or something like that. But okay. you're, you're technically leasing the property. Um, oh, wow. But you don't actually own the property. Oh, well, that's interesting. Brad Cooley asks, whatever happened with the French and Indian War? Uh, it's still going on. It's, uh... <laughs> Yeah, what do you mean whatever happened? It's they still, actually... People just don't talk about it anymore. Yeah, they actually, it's like, it's it's still a thing. Um, you know, they just never called a truce. But, uh, but you know, it's just it's just one of those things where it's like, they just don't really... Nobody fights or anything, but they're still... The French and the Indians are still, still technically at war with each other. Yeah, you know, one time... Uh, now, this isn't history history, but to show you how it's still going on is... Um, Native American relative went to a, uh, a function that I had with a French relative, and then just straight up slapped her. Yeah. Here's the funny thing. They do not like each other. That really happened. I do have a Native American relative and a French relative, and they really did. We at a party. She really did go and slap her. Really? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think it has to do with the French and Indian War. Yeah. Well, they just don't like each other. You know, they're very much like you. You bombed us, and you shot at us, and you know, mm-hmm. all that stuff. Well, I thought, I had read that it was actually over the origin of the word teepee. So, like, the Indians, you know, Native Americans, as they like to be called, they were like, well, no, this is a house that we live in. And the French, uh, you know, they meant toilet paper, even though it's not even a French word. Yeah, they thought it was like... Yeah. Yeah. And they they thought it was really using a teepee, a teepee. They thought it was a bathroom. Yeah. So, this French guy... Uh, Jean Valjean, yeah. he uh, he goes into a teepee to go pee because mm-hmm. he thinks it's a bathroom. Yeah. And then they're like, no, this is our home. Yeah, that's started the whole thing. Yeah, this is where I, you know, raised eight of my children. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then you know, then that started the whole thing. Then word spread. Yeah. I always like I always like the term word spread because it's like, can you imagine how much? I mean, nowadays it's like you just post something and it's like, boom, it yeah. goes viral. But could you imagine how much work you had to put in to, like, spread the word over something? Of, like, hey, we're now at war with the Indians. Pass it on. And it's, like, then you had to, like, send yeah. letters. And you had to notify. <laughs> you had to go to people's door. Well, remember, Paul Revere had to ride through all the towns. Uh, and I don't... This is a little-known fact. Now, this is actually true. Because I actually do know... This is... Not, you know, first of all, nothing Lori and I say is a lie. Yeah. But... 
Um, this, but what I'm going to tell you, and I read this in a book, is one of the biggest myths in history. Yeah. One of the biggest myths in history is that Paul Revere went through town saying the British are coming. And the reason that is, is that would make no sense to people living. If you think about it, it's true. They would make no sense to people living uh, here at the time because yeah. they consider themselves as British. Yeah. So they would they would say, the Americans are coming. They would be like, yeah, yeah, we're American. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that makes sense. Uh, I don't know what he shouted, but I think uh, it was just him doing his his O face. The British are coming. Oh yeah, it could be that. Like, well, yeah. I actually thought he wasn't going like, hey yo everybody, uh, I'm doing a show over at Harley's this Saturday. Uh, no cover and uh, no no drink minimum. And he just went through town, and then people got really mad that he was promoting his comedy show at three in the morning. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then they got up, and then they saw, oh my god, shit, fucking, we're being invaded. Dude, I just, I, 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 I don't think that being a court jester was all it was cracked up to be. But one of the things I do feel like was good is that you, you know, as a court jester, you never had to be like, I have to invite ten of my friends. <laughs> <laughs> Show. Yeah, dude. <laughs> California's funniest jester. Yeah. Yeah. You just were like, oh, I just have to show up and, and a whole court is there to see me make jokes. Yeah, but you know, the thing is, though, I think if you didn't make the king laugh, I think you'd die. Or if you did make the king laugh. I think it was like a real, you know, like a spur of the moment thing. It was like, yeah. if, it's, if, it's, if you made him laugh at a thing it's, the queen didn't want him to laugh at, or if you didn't yeah. know. I did read a story recently, I read it, so you know it's true, about how uh, there was this king, he had this court jester that he loved, and he was in a really fun mood, and so, like, he had him coming, and the jester made him laugh so hard he died. Really? Mm-hmm. Talk about killing. That's, that's probably where it comes from. Yeah. <laughs> but, that, you know, that guy would be epic. I wonder if there's ever been a comedian who, like, made someone laugh so hard, like, in modern times, well, that they died. that, uh, <clears throat> uh, the recent comedian, that, uh, what's his name, Incognito... He just died in the middle of a set, and the audience thought that it was part of his. His name set. was Incognito. Yeah, I was like, I forgot his name. It's like Ian Incognito or something. Oh, really? But he died in the middle of a set, and people thought it was like part of a bit. So I just imagine that people were like laughing and being like. <laughs> What's funny is I'm going to use Lori's real life as a joke. She might not like this, but I will say I sometimes get scared being Lori's friend because I would say about a third of her comedian friends are dead. Yeah. I would say every other week Lori's posting like. World's just not as fun as it used to be without, you know, X named yeah. Interperson X. I know there's one person who tragically died in a car accident that you were very close to. Uh, I wasn't close. We weren't like close. You were close. best friends and. Uh, <laughs> I was godfather to his child? Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> godfather. <laughs> uh, I, no, I, uh, I wasn't friends with, like, friends. We weren't like super, super close, but I knew him. And I would see him, like, semi-regularly, and he was just so funny. His name is Angelo Bowers. If you ever get a chance, look him up. Look up his... Yeah, there's a Twitter that still has his jokes. People still post jokes. Oh, really? Love. Yeah. Because he was such a great writer. He was... He literally was probably one of the best writers I've ever met. <coughs> he was a really great writer. He was better than, like, anybody I know. Um... <coughs> I, I would say, like, probably, if I had to pick, like, all the male comedians, all the Mexican male comedians that was I know. Was he Mexican? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, That's a very Mexican named Bowers. Yeah, I don't know if he was Mexican. Oh, okay. Uh, I, I would say all the chubby Mexican <laughs> male comedians I know. 
He was also gay, so all the chubby male gay Mexican comedians I know, he was probably the best yeah. of the of them. That but, makes sense, yeah. No, he was he, he was great. But yeah, check him out. He was really funny. And then there's just some people that died that, you know, were just like part of the Martini Blues crowd that I was really sad about. Oh, like who? Ted Mack. He died. He killed himself. Wait, Ted Mack. I know him. He was a Mormon. What? Oh, he killed himself? Yeah. He killed oh himself. Oh my God. He, what's funny is he always looked all my Mormon jokes. I know. He really, he was really great. He was super sweet and like, we never, we didn't really hang out all that much, but like he would send me Facebook messages and I remember like a month before he died, he, I had posted something about uh, depression and he, he like messaged me, he's like, hey, that was really cool and if you ever need, you know, something. That's a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You just gave me an idea. What, so how did you go about doing it? Uh, what, what reasons did you not follow through? Yeah. Um, no, he's like, um, you know, if you ever need somebody to talk to, I was like, oh, that's really sweet. And I was like, you too, man. And then we just didn't talk. But apparently, what I got, what I got from uh, from uh, my friend Jeremy and, his, and Bill was that he had really bad migraines. And what? He just couldn't, yeah, he just couldn't figure out how to get. Um, how to fix it. Like, he, he was going to the doctor and they just couldn't figure out what was wrong. So, he just is like, I can't do it anymore. Which just is really sad. Yeah, that makes sense, actually. I know, cause I know, like, my parents' doctor, actually, retired young because his migraines were so bad. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they can be debilitating. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, and then, uh, this guy, oh, I, forgot his, I forgot his name. I think his name was Robert. But he was, he was one of those guys, he was like a billboard guy who like took his class and then would just come to shows. Yeah. But he was super, super positive, but he died. Oh, really? And I forgot, I think it was like a disease that he had or something. And That's then Cindy it. Burns died from cancer. Who's Cindy Burns? She was like that woman that was like, um, she had a flat, she was talking about how she had a flat butt. She was like the, the housewife of comedy. Oh, yeah. Oh, she had cancer and she died? She had cancer and it was pretty quick. I mean... I feel like I remember seeing on social media, media, I feel like I remember seeing on social media that she had cancer, and then and after that, I was like, boom, shit. Yeah, I thought it would be fast. But you know, let's change it. This is getting depressing, and it's triggering my uh, hypochondria, because now I've already given myself migraines, cancer, and suicide. Yeah, I just started feeling like I'm having a headache. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, for people who just joined us in the chat room, Lori and I decided to do an impromptu live show right now as I drive into uh, Los Angeles to record. We decided to do a podcast before we go record two podcasts. Yeah. But you know, it's easier for us to talk to each other through podcasting than it is to actually have a real personal relationship. But We should the, look into that at some point. Yeah. But I think we should do a podcast where we look into why we, <laughs> why we, can, we can no longer communicate through talking. Anytime we talk now, we make each other laugh, we're like, we need to do, we need to do a podcast. Yeah. Now, guys, if you're listening, how is the sound? Because it, it, we're really just doing it from the phone in my car. Uh, I know Mixler has this ability to do that. I've never, I don't think I've ever used it really before. So how is the sound quality? Can you guys hear us? Can you understand us? It takes them 15 seconds to get it. So it's be like yeah. a while before they respond. But, uh, but right now we're driving down the, if you want to follow us on a map, right now we're driving down the 60 freeway and we are in Rosemead. We're about to approach San Gabriel Boulevard. We're in a light gray car. Uh, yeah. That'd be great if there was a satellite that you could just follow people. Uh, like, well, they have Google Maps, but Google Maps always seem to, seems to get 
take the photo of my house whenever it's like nobody's home. Mm-hmm. There's like no cars in the driveway. Mm-hmm. What's it? They're saying it sounds. Super you know windy. why? Because the air conditioning is right by the microphone. Oh well. Yeah, well, I'd rather be cool. We can't do anything about that. Yeah. Sorry. I guess it could raise it. No, but you know what? This this phone thing is really hot. I'm short. Anyway, uh, so Lori, do you want to tell the story right now? Even though we're gonna, I, I have stories about this for Fat Camp. Do you want me to hold this upside down and like hold it here? No, don't okay. hold it. They, okay. they can deal with wind. Can you okay. guys deal with wind? They said it. Oh wait, kind, wait. What are they saying? Kind Lori? of bad, but understandable. Agree. Oh my god. Okay, here's what we're gonna do. Here's what we're gonna do. Let me switch it to the feet. So at least we're still getting air conditioning. Hopefully that's better. Okay. Tell me if uh, if the wind has gotten better because now I'm. I moved the air conditioning to our feet and not, uh... It also might just be general car sounds. It could be just general car sounds. What was the story you want me to... What, what did you want me to tell? I don't know. So tell a story? Oh, about... I, could, I don't know the whole story because I saw... Uh, oh, the wind is better now. Okay, so okay, it was. Yeah, okay, much better. Okay. So, um... So, I, I'm going to get into this on Fat Camp. Okay. There's things I want to say, but I'll, I'll say it for Fat Cam. Okay. But I want everyone. Lori was in a, a hit and run car accident the other day. Yes, I was. First one. Yeah, yeah, not my fault. Yeah. I was not the one who ran away. What does the insurance say when you call them? Because I couldn't run. Uh, <laughs> <coughs> the they basically were just well. First, I had to get a police report, which which everybody kept telling me wasn't necessary. They kept saying, like, the police, the CHP officer came, was like, you don't need it. The police officer that I spoke to at the police station was like, you don't need it. And I was like, ah, just, just in case. Mm-hmm. So then I go to the, then I call the, 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 to make a claim. And they're like, do you have the police report? And I was like, yeah. And they're like, okay. And then they took my claim. But so I was like, basically, if I hadn't had a police report, they probably wouldn't have done anything. Yeah, because that's the thing is, like, <laughs> of course they would want a police report for a hit and run. Because what if you just... <clears throat> crashed into like a pole yeah or something like that and you're like ooh I don't want to take the blame for this so yeah I'm gonna do uh, the hit and run yeah so so it so <laughs> yeah it was it was a it was an interesting night it was an odyssey um, yeah so what happened because so Lori and I talked and again we'll talk about this on Fat Camp because I'll say Lori and I spoke that night and then you were waiting for the cops to come and then I saw on Instagram though you said that you were complaining about something that I didn't get Oh, no, so I, so the seat, so I called 911, because what happened was it happened, I was getting off the 10 East Freeway, and I was making a left, and as I was making a left, I got hit, so yeah. I called the, the, the dispatcher, 911 dispatcher, and tell him exactly that, a little more detail, but it, almost exactly that, mm-hmm. and he sends out the CHP, so the CHP, I mean, they're, I'm at a gas, gas station, they see me, you know, they're starting to fill out a report, I tell him what happened. He goes, wait, did this happen in an intersection? And I said, well, it happened a little bit after the intersection. Mm-hmm. And he said, well, where did it happen? And he had me point on Google Maps, which mm-hmm. he found it, like, right away. And I was like, how did you find that area? But so he was like, well, you, I can't take your report because it's not CH, it's not CHP. It would have, would have had to happen on the off-ramp. Oh, which okay. I was like, we didn't, of course we didn't get an accident on the off-ramp. Yeah. Like, what do we start from zero to 60? And she just gunned it right into me. Mm-hmm. So I had to go to the Olympic uh, Division <coughs> headquarters. And then I went there to wait. And I had to wait two hours for them to fill out the report. Because they had like two, two other, hours? Yeah. They had like two other people that they were helping. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And. You take a number? 
no, I just had to wait. I just sat there, and then they were supposed they were supposed to close when I got there. Close but they, the police closes. Yeah, the station closes. Oh. But then they were just like, well, we'll let you, uh, we'll take your report. And is there then, someone that's down at the door and they let people in, like when you go to like yeah, Target a, or something? There was a lady with her kid, mm-hmm. and then somebody came out, and she only spoke Spanish, and somebody mm-hmm. came out and spoke Spanish with her, and then she left. So I'm assuming that she was trying to turn her kid in. I don't know. Turn her kid in? I have no idea. I don't oh, know that's right. Didn't you say, like, people volunteer their kids to be oh well no this family this Asian family was up there and they were claiming that they were they kept saying something along the lines of like somebody like did something to their car and then mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then the kid but then the kid was translating for them and it was obvious that the kid did it because he was oh. just like oh I don't know what's going on <laughs> okay and then this other guy didn't come in with any freaking paperwork he just expected, I guess, to be like, I had a car accident, I need to report it. And then they'd be like, all right, let's fill it out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nothing. So he had to keep going back for his paperwork. I was like, come on, dude. What paperwork did you have? I had just had, I had my driver's license. My oh, like that basic stuff? Yeah. My registration, my insurance, my, I had pictures of my, dra- I, I, I took a photo of my license plate, I took a photo of the accident, mm-hmm. just to be safe, because I was like, they're probably going to know what kind, want to know what kind of damage it was. Yeah. Oh, interesting. <coughs> so, now, what's going on with your girlfriend? What's going on with your girlfriend's star? What, what do you see her next? What are the big developments in your relationship there? Um... Same old, same old. We just don't... I think her big issue right now is because we don't live together, and she has a cat. Yeah. We don't have... We don't see each other all that much, and when we do see each other, we don't have sex. What? Yeah. So... Why not? We have sex about once a month. But wait, why don't you guys have sex? Because there's just no place for us to have sex. Oh. Do you you wait for your aunt to leave when you guys have sex? Well, see, the thing is, is, like, even if we wanted to have... Even if I... Like, I've had sex with her... At my aunt's house while she's there, while she's there. <gasps> well, yeah, while she's sleeping. Oh, okay. But it's like it has to be really quiet, and we can't really, you know. And my girlfriend makes a lot of sound, and also it just she never she's never able to orgasm ever. No, not when she, not when my she's there because she has to be really loud, and it's a pro- whole process for yeah. her. Um. So we go. We have to go to like a hotel, or and she's very much like it has to feel like a has to have a certain feel. Like I would be fine with just going to like a Motel Six or like mm-hmm. a Quality Inn. Oh, she needs to. She needs like you know. She, she needs at least a Marriott. Yeah, she needs. No, she doesn't even like Marriott. Oh wow. She needs like a, like one of those like uh, like uh, interesting mo- hotels or like a Airbnb that just like feels like home. You know, okay, it's just yeah. like okay. But she. Um, so anyway, so so it's just uh, uh, it's been an ongoing thing because it's just at this point it's like we spent about almost about five hundred dollars on our trip to San Francisco. Did you have a lot of crazy sex while you were there? Well, I mean, even more than that, we spent because my cut was five hundred, so I'm sure we, oh, we wow. spent about like over a thousand dollars. Meanwhile, you can't buy an Apple Watch. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm paying her. I'm paying her back in installments because she has a credit card. Uh, but so I, I'm, so we, do you pay your aunt rent? Uh, I give her money every month, but I don't pay, it's not like rent. It's for like, for like, uh, utilities and, and stuff like that. She needs, she bought like a, uh, dry washer dryer. Oh, okay. Her washer dryer. But anyway, so she, um, <clears throat> 
so she, uh, uh, what was I trying to say? So, um, I lost my train of thought. Sorry. So we, uh, Flavia asked if I, have I tried fisting? Yeah, that's only, the only way she can orgasm is if I'm fisting her. What do you, do you ever try and feel around inside of there? So you're like, you yeah. like, oh, you do? What do you feel? What does it feel like? Um, it's just really spongy. Oh, it is? Yeah. I would say it's like, uh, um, it's like if you took like a, if you, if you turn the hot water on mm -hmm. and put a, like a warm, like a sponge over it mm -hmm. and just kind of felt the little, like the, the soft side of the sponge while it was really warm, that's kind of how it would feel. Oh. Now, did, when you're fisting someone vaginally, when you, like in other words, it, do you actually make your hand into a fist or do you actually like, like you see my hand, I'd be like almost like a way a villain would <laughs> like. Flavio's like, oh my god, I take it back. Too graphic. Too bad, Flavio. Yeah, yeah, Flavio. Yeah, you know what, Flavio? My fist is fully merged in this conversation. <laughs> yep, Flavio, sorry. This is what you get. Anyway, do you, do you like move your fingers the way a villain would when he's plotting something? Like, like it, does that... In other words, does moving your fingers at all stimulate things? Or is it, does it, at that, by that point, it doesn't matter anymore. It <clears throat> sometimes does. It depends on what she wants. So sometimes she just wants, like, full-on, like, just boom, boom, boom. Like, I just stick, literally stick my fist in, and I just go, like, I just, like... Move it back and forth. Hadouken it. Uh-huh. Um, and sometimes, because she, her uh, G-spot, her she has, like, a sensitive area in the back... It's like like a, a like a pad almost. Mm -hmm. So sometimes I'll, I'll take like two fingers and I'll I'll like move I'll keep I'll move forward, but I'll I'll do that like I'll do this and so it. Like, Can you feel over. the G spot? Does it feel like a little yeah. bump or something? Yeah, it feels like a little bump. Oh, interesting. And when you actually tickle it, does she just go crazy? She she does. Yeah, she does. But also, it's like um, <laughs> she likes that like rocking motion too. Oh, she so, does. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Now, do you have to like prepare? Her? Can she just take the fist automatically, or do you no. have to prepare? Okay, so you she have has to, to get it Yeah, it's a lot of foreplay and mm -hmm. stuff, so she has to get super relaxed. Does she do anything for you? Oh yeah, yeah. We, but I'm a lot easier, and also I've never slept with the guy, so I'm very like I'm not. Uh, um, I'm very tight down there, mm -hmm. so I can't take anything. Mm -hmm. Like we have this uh, dildo that's like got several different colors mm -hmm. and the tip of it is orange and i'm still at the orange part like i still can't get all the way through oh really yeah oh wow that's super interesting yeah i don't know how women do it i uh it terrifies me it's so funny i was just talking about this before or men well no no I, you know it's so funny they used to bottom and then i don't think i've bought them in years and years and years and now that i got this bidet right i have a bidet now <gasps> Ooh, i love bidets yeah now I've had it for like a year or more maybe, you know, and ever since the bidet, my ass is just so sensitive and so uh, tender. Like the other day I went to Palm Springs and all I did was use toilet paper and it wasn't even like terrible toilet paper. It was uh, uh, it was good quality toilet paper. And I just, when I got home and I used the bidet, it burned because I obviously just really? like cut up my butt with this. It was basically like, and I was like, and so it got me thinking like, well, if toilet paper is making my butt hurt now and tearing the skin, what is a giant fleshy penis going to do? Yeah. <clears throat> well, also, um, one of the things is she really likes, she when she's like super sexually aroused, she mm -hmm. likes pain 
that's why that's why she likes it because it's painful. Mm-hmm. So she likes pain mixed with pleasure. Sort of okay. Thing. And I'm just not that. I like pleasure. Now here's pleasure. the question I have for you: Is like you know when you guys first meet and you start dating and, and all that. Oh, I was gonna ask. Well, sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Ask your question. Who was a uh, kitty cat? Was he a bottom or a top? Kitty cat's a bottom. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh my god, a voracious bottom. Oh, like a yeah. flower bottom. Yeah. Ooh. Mm-hmm. So anyway, um, is. How does she bring up that she likes to be fisted? How does she work that into the conversation? When we first started dating, uh, she just she just told me. Because I was just like, what do you need? And she's like, yeah. She basically said that um, she like a couple of years ago, she was having sex with this girl. And she, the girl just did it. Oh, uh, okay. Like, didn't even ask her. <clears throat> she just did it. And, uh, and she, it, she like like came really hard and ever since then that's pretty much been how she comes all the time so she loves it and so um but she's also very much like sex is like a ride you know she's like because a lot of times she just she just gets in her head a lot and she can't Mm -hmm. really like focus and stuff and so she she doesn't she can't orgasm so she's just like but she's like i still want to like have sex i still want to like touch you and stuff like that Mm -hmm. so you know, but I think I think women. That's the way women. Now you're a woman, so well. But yeah, you're the closest thing to a woman sitting next to me, and yeah. uh, that women. Ow! It's, Sorry, my testicles. <laughs> I knew I got in the wrong lane. Shit. Okay, this is good. I want to be the dick right now. That's fine. Uh, oh, thank you, Van, for being slow. Um, but what I was gonna say is. It, what were we talking about? Uh, oh, is that is that sex is obviously the physical pleasure part of it for women, but um, I would say if there's a spectrum, women, you know, tend towards the more emotional side than purely physical. Yeah. Where I think men, men actually depend on the man. Like for me, sex is I would say equal parts emotional, physical. Like for instance, this is big in gay porn, but like. They have like rapey porn that I think no one ever oh, talks yeah. about because women are more not women are more concerned with it. It's just women aren't really watching gay porn and being offended by it, you know? Yeah. So but there is so there you wouldn't in other words, you don't really see rapey porn in straight porn. Right? They find the way to get around it. Where in gay porn you'll see a lot of just like literally straight I'm all like, oh you just raped a human being, okay? Yeah. And I can't get into that. I just can't like that's why I could never be with a stripper. Or I, could, I would never go to a strip bar. I would never hire a prostitute. And it's not because I have any kind of moral or ethical problem with it. In a weird kind of way, I wish I could. That would yeah. make my life so much easier. Okay? Yeah. But um, I have to believe... This is where the emotional part comes in. I have to believe, at least, that the person wants to be there and wants to have sex with me. Super important. If I don't think the person wants to be there, I just can't get into it. So it's the same thing on with porn is like if I don't think that like in other words, I don't like like oh two straight guys uh, take money to have sex with each other. Nope. I don't care how hot they are. Does not do it for me uh, because I'm in the wrong freeway thing. Oh see I I like gay porn like that. I actually like gay porn. Oh, you I watch, do? Yeah, I watch mostly gay porn when I watch porn. Oh, okay. But, oh, so you do watch porn? Yeah. And what do you get from watching porn? I like... I, I will say I like the... the um, Like, the forced... I just... I like... 
first off, I like men on men because I feel like it's more of a truthful reaction. Yeah. I feel like men and women, I just, I don't like, I don't like men. Okay, so there's two things. I like it to be genuine, like yeah. you, like you were saying, but yeah. I also like it to be a little rough. So yeah. I'll watch like straight dude gets fucked or, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. But I like the, the, when it's like, I hate porn where it's like, they've been having sex for like 10 minutes and then the guy pulls out his dick and starts masturbating on and it's like really you still have to do that like you've been having sex for 10 minutes like just fucking come so and then also it's like straight porn a lot of guys are wearing like socks still wearing like their socks and shoes and i'm Mm -hmm. like what do you got places to go like take your socks off so and then the women are just i feel like they're so fake well, oh, I the, can't watch lesbian porn because lesbian porn is just what straight women think lesbians want. Well, that's just, that's funny you say that because I feel straight women they they do this they the way they have oral sex in straight porn is so weird. Is that like no gay guy would ever do that? Yeah. And um, I always think it's funny. Now, what's funny is I like watching straight porn. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, I love it. Fact, I, well, because like there's often and I don't know why my type of guy is usually in straight porn. I don't know why. It, there must be a look to it or something like that where I'm like, oh, shit, that guy is fucking hot. Yeah. And he's in straight porn. But now, now I didn't want to get to something. Do you think also maybe because there's more agency in gay porn in that there's always going to be an element in straight porn that the women don't want to be there, that they're, yeah. that there's, or they're damaged in some kind of way, that there's some sort of emotional damage. Yeah. And that's, and so that kind of makes it not fun to watch yeah. them do that or go through that. Yeah. I would say that's probably a lot of it. Um, it's just also like, you know, just a lot of like, um, it just feels really fake. You know, it's like as soon as like a, the woman, like one time this guy like slapped his dick against this girl's thigh and she was like, I'm going to come. And it was like, he hasn't even done anything to you. Yeah. Like, you know, so she just, uh, so anyways, I just, uh, although I will say <laughs> I have been getting in a, the things that the, when I do watch straight porn, I, I like watching porn where it's like, like, um, again, kind of forced, like, women get fucked while they're stuck somewhere. So it's like they're stuck, uh, under a table. They're oh, under... that's a fetish I've heard about. Yeah. And, I'm ne- and you're into that. I like it. And then I also like my, my new favorite right now that I'm getting into is women who have, who are on the phone with their boyfriend and somebody comes up behind them, usually their brother uh-huh. and fucks them uh-huh. <laughs> and has sex with them. And they still, for some reason, have to continue the conversation Yeah, with their boyfriend. And they're not very good at it. No. But it's just interesting. I just like seeing them uh, try and have a conversation while they're getting, like, rammed. Well, you know what's so funny is there's this male porn star that I find very attractive. He's very my type. I don't even want to say his name because it, it there's a whole Patreon, uh, like, already image of the kind of guy I like. And I don't, A, want to either upset that or perpetuate that so i'm not gonna even say his name but he does seem to be in a lot every single porn scene seems to be this is a straight porn actor by the way it seems to be he's always having sex with sex with either his stepsister or his stepmom yeah and it's always there's this new thing in straight porn you've probably seen it where they're having sex and the they're trying to have sex in front of not in front of like Secretly, but like yeah. the people walk through the room and they're like totally oblivious that there's two people having sex. They're like, it could be like he's having sex with his stepsister and his parents are like 
10 feet away doing their taxes. Yeah. And they're like trying to keep it quiet. And the parents will walk by and be like, just, be like, just don't see that their children yeah. are fucking each other. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, that's a big one. Also, there's the, like... Uh, you know, I had sex with my stepdad while my, while my, uh, mom was sleeping. Yeah. So it's like this girl will come into the bedroom and like mad, like weirdly the, the father is like already has a heart on and is naked with his socks and uh, socks on. And the girl, girl just like, what will be like, Oh, he's got a big dick. All right. I'll fuck my stepdad. And then they have, they have full on sex while the mom is just like sleeping in the corner and like. Um, I yeah that that I find funny. I watched one where it was these two two people had sex while they were at a bar, mm-hmm. so they were sitting at the bar having mm-hmm. sex, and no one notices. And no one noticed. Well, I mean, no one pretend to notice, but yeah. I mean, people noticed. It, I mean, you could not notice. Um. Okay. And so now, Lori, today we so everyone should know again if you're joining us, Lori and I are driving. We're about well, according to the map, we're about twenty minutes away. Uh, uh, by the way, Laura, I just looked at my Apple Watch Woo-hoo-hoo! to look at the time. You know what's funny is we keep getting uh, two, 20 people and then losing two and then, or two people and then losing two and then gaining two and then losing You know two. what's so funny so, is you should never trust the number, I'll tell you why, is people come and go, right? Yeah. And so they come and check it out. And so like often I'll get the, e- I get an email report after every show. So let's say for instance, like yesterday is a good example. For the for the main recap show, right? Mm-hmm. I think the number hovered somewhere between forty five and fifty. Okay. Yeah. But when I get the report, it tells me that there were over a hundred unique listeners who listened to the show for any amount of time. Yeah. So the number is often a lie, and maybe I wonder if people are fine. Are people liking these impromptu? If you like these impromptu shows, throw the hearts uh, our way. Uh, let's see if people maybe maybe this is boring. Yeah, I, I think I, every conversation we have is interesting, but maybe I think, I think we're we're hilarious beings, and we need to share a gift with the world. But yeah. Um, oh, one thing I was gonna say is that I uh, uh, I I really like uh, literotica. Have you ever? Have no, you read? I know women like that stuff, but what? What? Tell me about it. So literotica is a online site that has that story based. So it's mm-hmm. people write stories. A lot yeah. of them are terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are some that are really good and it's, it's, it's sexual. So mm-hmm. they talk about like sex stuff, but, mm-hmm. but the, it's just also fun. Cause it's like, it's a story and you get to learn about, you have characters mm-hmm. and you know, so I really like it. It's hard to jerk off to, but you can figure it out. You can get there. Well, I, you know, they have some sites on Reddit, like they have like, uh, some sites that are like even gay versions of that. Uh, again, I have to believe it's real. So if I don't believe it's real, then I can't really get into it. Yeah. Well, sometimes they'll be like, this This really happened to me. Like, this is a real story. And then it's like, I'm an astronaut. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> okay. That's, that's, so not, they're, they're, that's they're, what's funny is there's a subreddit uh, on Reddit called Ask Reddit, okay? okay? And where you can pose questions to Reddit at large and get an answer. And then sometimes they're like, hey, Redditors, you know, like, what's your favorite moment in a TV show? And those are pretty general, right? Yeah. But sometimes there are some that are super specific, like, Redditors who've been kidnapped and taken to the moon. What was it like? And you're like, what? Like, <laughs> how many people has that happened to? That's so weird. Yeah, and they're, they're oddly specific. They'll be like, Redditors who've witnessed an assassination of a president. 
what was it like? And you're like, can I tell you, sir? Who was the sec sec guy who was like second on the moon? If you're gonna oh, remember. Buzz Aldrin. Buzz Aldrin. Can I tell? Okay, this is a funny story about Buzz Aldrin. Well, it's it's funny in my family. Mm -hmm. So my dad used to share an office with Buzz Aldrin. What? Yeah. He worked at the same company. They didn't. They never really met each other. I think they saw each other in passing a couple of times, but uh -huh. they just so happened to share an office. <clears throat> mm -hmm. And my dad found out that uh, Buzz Aldrin had some uh, um, like headshots okay. of hi of himself in in the desk. Mm -hmm. So he was uh, he like stole a couple of headshots. Okay. And my mom forged uh forged his signature okay and they would give it out as gifts they would give, <laughs> give it out as gifts so <clears throat> one time they uh -huh. gave it to this family as like a wedding a wedding present or i think it was an engagement present oh my this is already crazy so okay so and and they thought it was going to be like a funny thing because they were like obviously people because they had given it out before and people were like oh ha, 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 you know how did you get this and they would tell the story right mm -hmm. so they thought this was going to be the same thing well so they hand it to the couple and the wife the the wife immediately starts crying 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 and she calls her mom over and they start like going like oh my god this is the most beautiful thing anyone has ever given us. So then they can't tell the story as to how they got, they went about getting it, right? Mm -hmm. So a couple years go by and they visit the couple. Mm -hmm. And as soon as they walk in the door, it's framed. Oh my gosh. It's framed. And it's got like those two like Catholic candles by it. <gasps> so it's like a weird homage to yeah. Buzz Aldrin. Uh-huh. So then even more years go by, the family gets divorced. Oh no. They have the most bitter legal battle over who gets the photo of Buzz Aldrin. <laughs> and the, the, the husband tells my dad, he's like, he's like, don't worry, I got the photo. Sorry, <laughs> this story, okay. So I want weird. Every, okay, I want everyone to know, this is a classic, classic Lori Roggenkamp moment, okay? Okay. Because when people will often talk to me about Lori Roggenkamp, they'll say, like, I hate her. She's a horrible human being. Yeah. How could you be friends with her? That All that sense. stuff, right? That's true. And I always say, well, look, because Lori is a funny person, but the funniest Lori stuff doesn't just come out. It comes out when you're talking about something else, and then she'll drop these gems of stories, like the one you just told me, and I'm going to have you tell Shannon when we see her, because that is such... A weird so Lori Rocking Camp story. <laughs> they have you ever told that story before? No, I haven't really. I mean, I've told friends about it occasionally, and but it's one of those things that my dad usually or my mom usually tells because it's it's what happened to them. So mm -hmm. we'll go to like parties, and we'll be like, bring up the, we'll be like, and I'll try and figure out a way to bring up Buzz Aldrin. <laughs> How do you try and work in Buzz Aldrin? You just go like A to C. So it'd be like, can I have a, uh, can I have a, a martini, like a, you know, Jack and Jack Daniels on the rocks? The moon had a lot of rocks. <laughs> Speaking of the moon, mom, don't, did you guys do a Buzz Aldrin? <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just really stretch it. Because yeah. it's one of my favorite stories of them. Now, Lori, you know, I was listening to an old, you know, if you listen to our old Dragula recap shows. I know, I don't listen to that show. Okay. No, I'm kidding. Yes, I do. Oh, because what's funny is, well, you know you know how I start listening is, I'm going to tell you guys something for those of you who are listening. 
I am so proud of myself at my editing, how I take out the original intro and smoothly make it sound like it's all there. I have not heard him shut up about this. Okay. Well, because here's what's funny. I have to re-record the intro. Oh, really? Yeah. So, so like, so I'll listen first to the original. Okay. Uh Uh-huh. And wherever you come in, I'll give myself a little bit of, like, so, like, for instance, uh, you know how you start doing the shut up now? Yeah. Okay. So, you'll interrupt me. Uh Uh-huh. So, so what I do is I'll be like, welcome to Hello Ugly. It's a Dragula recap show for season two, episode six, titled Coughing Up Galore. My name is Joe Batanz, and I'm joined, as always, by one, and I'll find out what you said. Is this this, what it's like to hear me tell a story? Yeah. Anyway, so then I'll go, but then what's funny is I'm doing the recording, I'll go, Please say hello, uglies, to. Shut up. No, I just stopped. I'll oh. Like, I'll go, please say hello, uglies, to. And then I, I, I paste it in, and so and I, I let the music go on. So then the music goes underneath, thereby cementing that it all happened right there. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's a real. I'm very proud of it, right? Yeah. I'm a regular uh, master radio. You're Danny Elfman. Of, yeah. Of hello, uglies. <laughs> So anyway, so uh, I listened to the show, and so then I'll go, you know what? I don't, because I didn't listen to it when we originally did it. So these are actually my first time listening ever since we recorded it. Yeah. So um, I was listening to an episode recently, and it got me thinking. We were talking about improv classes. Oh, you were telling a story, or not making us tell a story, you were making a point about how stand-up comedians often are the worst improv students yeah. because it's all about them and they don't know how to let a moment sit and stuff like that, right? Yeah. And I and I was saying, like, which is, I was saying that's funny because I feel even if you don't want to be an improv comedian, oh, I almost crashed. Even if you don't want to be an improv comedian or a sketch comedian, it can help you in whatever you want to do, whether it's yeah. acting or writing or anything. Now, I've never taken... Uh, an improv class or a sketch class and so my question I was thinking about at the gym using my new Apple Watch that I was going to ask you was you've taken them all you've done I- well iOS is closed right iOS is uh, no longer exists okay yeah. but we still have like UCB Upright Citizens Brigade we have the Groundlings uh, does Acme still do stuff uh, I think yeah I think they have like a NoHo place now okay and then there's also west Co- west side comedy theater that's in santa monica okay the pack theaters in los angeles okay but i was going to ask you is if to a newbie in los angeles who wants to start learning improv and sketch skills it's like because i was thinking i could use it i could probably write it off my taxes to improve my podcasting yeah comedy right so my question is where should i start if you were to recommend to somebody where should i start well, it depends on what you want. I mean, I just if, told you what I want to do. Um, I would say probably if you you want, so you want to use improv to improve sketch comedy to improve your writing. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, like for, I'll give you a perfect example of exactly what you know what we used to do. Uh, we would just break into like scenes and characters during Hello Uglies. Yeah, and like I'd be that Drac Morta, or you'd be Swanthula, or vice versa, and. Or we would pretend that, like, remember the, those sketches we would do at the beginning where we pretend we were waiting for the Boulay brothers to come get us or something, right? Yeah. I want to make those better and make those funnier. Like, what? So, I'm, yeah. I would say maybe Second City. Oh, okay. I think Second City would probably be the better because they're, they're the ones who are really known for taking, like, 
doing, taking like character improv and stuff. And they're not as like cutthroat as Growl. Growlings is just like, unless you want to get on Sunday Company mm-hmm. and you want, you want to. I have no interest through. in yeah, doing that. Don't, I wouldn't take Growlings. Groundlings is just very like it's expensive one. It's mm-hmm. long too, and mm-hmm. it's it's like it's just stressful if if you're so if your goal is not to get on Sunday Company, then just I would say just not. Don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. They have actually they have a lot of they have a lot of like side classes that you can take mm-hmm. that might be fun too. So I would maybe look at the side classes like they have like improv for beginners and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. but the, all again it's like it's but the actual the, program to get on Sunday Company you don't bother. Yeah. With. Um. Oh jeez! Oh, that car! I thought that car was gonna hit us. Uh. So uh. Um. I would say Second City because what they do is they take like you you take like a sketch idea or character and then you improvise it and then you take that and you write it out and you you know you kind of hone it and mm-hmm. so they kind of teach you how to do that. Okay. Um. Another good one is uh. uh UCB, although UCB kind of gets, uh, um, it's, it's a little weird because UCB is basically what anybody in Los Angeles, um, that wants to like act or get into like comedic acting, Mm -hmm. they're always told, take it, take at least two UCB classes. Yeah. So like the first two levels are usually filled with people who are like, I'm an actor, you Mm -hmm. know, and it's just like, uh, or some, you know, guy on a motorcycle who rides a motorcycle who doesn't shave his armpits and insists on wearing like. You know, How many guys shave their armpits? There's this one guy that took a sketch comedy class that like had the had literally had Don King trapped in a headlock mm-hmm. uh, style like armpit hair, mm-hmm. and he wore like a uh, you know a tank oh tank top, top. Yeah, yeah yeah yeah, mm-hmm. and he and he was he he wore white deodorant, and mm-hmm. let's just you, you know figure out why I know that. Um, so he. Uh, but yeah, but people, you know, so you gotta get a lot of like douchey people, but also you meet some night, like I have friends that I met in my level one that I still hang out with or that I still, you know, are friends with today. Mm-hmm. So maybe UCB, cause UCB teaches you about game, which is like the unusual funny thing and how to heighten it. Mm-hmm. So that's their big thing is teaching you how to recognize game, how to get to the game, how to, how to quickly, you know, establish a uh, character and stuff like that. And then height, heighten the game. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, let me, yeah. So, so let me ask you this question. Okay. So Andre in the UK says, in addition to what the skills I want to hone, like Lori on the phone for, with your dad about your, the blowjob. Yeah. How, what, what skill set did you tap into to do that one? Where did you learn how to do that? Uh, I mean, that's just heightening. That's just taking the game and heightening it. Okay. So the like game UCB is like, is, yeah, the game is like, um, you know, also the Pack Theater, they have they have uh, they have good improv uh, classes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so it's just like it's just taking the the nugget of the idea. So the idea is like you know you 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 take what was already done, which is that you know the your your dad called you to tell you that he found out that you were giving a blowjob to the you know the coach and the coach mm-hmm. and you're making it a one-sided phone call mm-hmm. how do you you know how do you heighten that mm-hmm. so you know that's kind of what that's about but i mean i would say um ucb or second city second city is now in the improv oh no they moved right where they moved to i think they moved, they're still at hollywood Hollywood Boulevard. There's still a Hollywood Boulevard. Oh, okay. But I would say, I would say maybe start, because 
the those places are great, but they're also expensive. So maybe start off like at the Pack Theater or something. And just, well, what's expensive? Like in other words, if the show's paying like, for it. Oh, okay. But, but how much though? It's like I think four hundred. Four hundred dollars? I think it was like two hundred dollars. No. It's four hundred. How many classes? One class. Four hundred dollars for no, no. But how many sessions? Oh, oh. Uh, I think it's like an eight-week session. Once a week. Once a week, yeah. They also have intensives that you can do. Uh huh. Um, interesting. And that's four hundred. I guess that makes sense. Fifty. What's this big line for? We're, we're passing Amoeba Music, everybody, on Sunset, and there's a huge line. Uh, there seems to be some sort of a record store day, Saturday, April 13th. I don't know what happened. Maybe there's like a, a big sale. So anyway, right now we are on we're on Sunset Boulevard and Cahuenga Boulevard, uh, passing the CNN building. We're in traffic. Uh, we're almost to our destination, which is actually across the street. Have you ever been to the studio, Lori? No, I have not. It's across the street from the Chateau Marmont. Have you ever heard of the Chateau Marmont? I have. And it's across the street from there. So one of the things that's going to happen, guys, is once I find suitable parking, I'm actually going to stop and park because, yeah. well, yeah, but it's only two hours, and we're going to be there more than two hours. Oh, okay. Yeah, we just, we, we saw some spots that would be good, but... <clears throat> And then, because here's the deal, I was telling Lori, about a few weeks ago, I got this uh, offer from Lyft, where I could buy a ride pass. I paid $15, okay, and I can take 20 rides, uh, I get $5 off any 20 rides in the month. Lesbians! (laughs) Oh yeah, they are! I could take two women walking across the street holding hands. Are they your type, Lori? Uh, not real. Oh, the the feminine-looking one is is more my type. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so uh, I want to use since the parking by the Chateau Marmont is terrible. I want to use these lift passes today, and so we're gonna park anytime we can find suitable parking, uh, and uh, take a lift so we don't have to worry about parking when we get there. I will probably have it. I'll probably only use one lift. I wouldn't. I don't know. I'd rather take a lift and have Lord, uh, Shannon take us back. So, Lori, we're about, I mean, at some point, we're going to soon wrap up this session. Now, guys, also know there's a chance. I don't. I can't make any promises because I don't know what the studio can and can't do. But there's a chance we might be back on. We might do the shows live on the air uh, if, if the studio can connect to Mixler. If they can't, we're not. You know, so... Uh, but, uh, but you'll get them soon enough on Patreon. Today we're doing a new show called The Tea with uh, myself, Shannon, our comedian friend. Sh- no, my, fr- my friend. Lo- okay. Retake. <laughs> Lori and I are doing a show called The Tea with our friend Shannon, who's a very funny comedian. I don't know if you guys have ever met her. And then two, uh, we're also doing, I'm going to be a guest on Lori's show, Camp Want to Recap. Uh, with Justice Blaine Wainwright. You get to meet him. I know. That's going to be really... Arch nemesis. My arch, now, does he, does he... Be honest with me. Tell me now. Full disclosure. What does he know about what I said to you? I think he knows that... Uh, I think I've mentioned to him... Because you said I met, I did, but I don't remember. So, I think I mentioned to him about you saying that I laughed too much at your his jokes. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yes. Okay. But I, I haven't said anything other than that. Oh, okay. Because I didn't want... You know, I don't want to... I'm going to be nice. Yeah. I don't hate him. And it, it, I could, I could twist, I could twist that you laugh. I'll just say like, you just don't laugh at my jokes the way you laugh at his jokes, which is yeah, which is true. Yeah. 
Uh, Flavia wants to know what about the pit crew episode? Yeah, we recorded it yesterday. I thought it was actually a really good episode of the pit crew. Oh, that would have been great. Oh. Uh, missed that one. So I've probably been paying attention. Sorry. No parking, 7 a.m. to... Uh, anyway, um, what were we talking about? Uh, oh, the pit crew. Yeah, the pit crew was fantastic, actually. Um, it, it was a really good episode. The guys had a lot to say about the episode, and a lot of it was very, I wouldn't say controver- controversial in the fact that they did not agree with the judges whatsoever. So they, just so you know, when we record the pit crew, oh, Yaz Waz says, more Lori and Joe shows. Evan shouldn't be on Fat Camp. What do you think about that, Lori? Do you think Evan should be on Fat Camp? Yeah, I like him on Fat Camp. I think it's good to have somebody who's not, not, because uh, uh, we're, we're a different animal than Evan. I think that's the, that's the interesting thing is that Evan's really just like, he's the dealing, audience. He's the audience, but he's also just like, he's just, um, you know, it's not that he's trying to lose weight. He's just trying to stay, be healthy. Mm-hmm. And we are like, we're not even at the, we're trying to be healthy. We're trying to lose weight, you know? So yeah. we're, we're totally different. We're in totally different levels. Yeah. So I don't know. I think it's good. Yeah. Um, I go back and forth. My one thing is, look, here's my thing. And this is, uh, Evan, maybe, 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 well, maybe Evan's listening. Uh, I love how SoCal Juju Jules says, I agree, maybe Joe and Lori shows. More what? Lori, Joe and Lori, because uh, Yaswa said, uh, I know, I know, but Fat Camp was just the Lori and Joe show to replace Uglies. Oh, well, I yeah. don't see it that way, actually. I don't see it that way, because uh, Fat Camp happened before Hello Uglies ended, and, and, and Lori, you and I should talk about this now. Once Camp Wanna Recap is over... Um, I have an idea of what I want to do, but do you have an idea of what you want to do? For what? To replace, uh, to me, Camp Wanna Recap was a replacement for Hello Uglies. Yeah. Um, and I have an idea of where I want to go next, but did you have an idea of what you want to do after that? I was going to talk to you about possibly, because I was looking up the, um, because uh, I guess they're doing a season two of, other, of Camp, of, uh, Camp Wanna Kiki. Yeah. And so I, I, there are some videos where they talk about where it's like drag queens who I'm assuming are on the show mm-hmm. do their like auditions for the show. Mm-hmm. So I thought it'd be fun to like listen, watch those, and, and recap that. But that might be something that we have to wait till we finally know who's on Camp One. Oh, I see. Yeah. Wanna, wanna, Camp One Kiki. One Kiki. But yeah, I haven't really thought about. I mean, we had this. We had that idea for a tele, a radio play. Um, to me, it's separate show. To me, there's a to you, to me you and you and I have a recap show that I took a break from because Justice did it because I refused to do Camp One Kiki. And yeah. by the way, do not regret it. And then, uh, uh, but I have an idea for a show. And oh, I've told you that and before. And then the 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 placing, but that's yeah. It. But the placing is separate, and also the way the tea is separately. The tea is not a replacement for Camp One recap. Okay, so what's your idea? There is a show that I started recapping. When it first came out, and I loved it. I, I, in fact, if, if there are any super fans of the show, if you're listening right now, if you're super fans of Drag Race Recap and have been since the beginning, I don't have a copy of this show. And we did one episode, maybe two. We did one or two episodes of the show where we recapped the television show uh, Finding Prince Charming with like a gay bachelor. Oh, yes, that's right. And it was 
some of the funniest shit I've ever done. Cause there, there, it's Lori. It's it. epic levels of horrible decisions, right? Yeah. And so, I remember the first episode being one of the funniest things I've ever done, right? And um, but the only reason we didn't continue was I. It was it aired right during Drag Race recap, and or Drag Race was airing, and I. This is, you know, I, podcasting was a hobby at that time. And so it was taking up my life, you know, and I was like, I can't, I can only do RuPaul's Drag Race recap. And so we just stopped. I couldn't handle all that, all that. Now I can, because that's what I do for a living now. So, um, I kind of want to do that. I kind of want to go back and revisit finding, and the people I did it with weren't super funny. I just thought it was funny, you know? Yeah. Um, and so I would love to revisit. I, I own Finding Prince Charming. Oh my God, the line for the griddle is ridiculous. I would never say in line like that for the griddle cafe. Anyway, um, so I'm thinking Finding Prince Charming. Uh, y'all said we're still waiting for merch. Starting with the fat camp tea. I just ate something the size of my arm. <laughs> well, you know, that's yeah, a but good, what you don't know is I have baby arms. That's a so. good. That's a good question, by the way, because. Do people really... I, people? Some people have brought that up, but it's like, you can't make merch for one or two people. You know, like, do people really want any kind of Afterthought Media Show merch? Uh, I mean, that's that, that's something I would put out there. I would see if people want it. I mean, I've he always heard, uh, in general, that you basically break even when you do merch, but it's like a good promotional thing because uh -huh. it's like, like for example, one of my favorite podcasts is this podcast called last podcast on the left. Okay. And I have like two t-shirts and so I'll wear it out. And so I'll, people will see me and they'll be like, Oh, you like that podcast? I like that podcast. They're or they're like, Oh, uh, what podcast is that? And so it's like, it's a good like brand thing. So it's like, it gets the word out where people are like, Oh, I don't, I didn't know that was a thing. And then they, you know, so would people really wear, uh, like let's say Hello Uglies merch, because uh, you know what's funny is I already built it into. Um, oh, Yaswa says don't do not make fans. Oh, don't uh, make fans. He votes for pins or tees. Um, because look, I actually already have a merch deal with. Um, uh, uh, the woman who made when we so when we did. The Drag Race Recap Hello... Like, I don't have this deal with for the Drag Race Recap one. But for Hello Uglies, I built it into the contract that we could do merge and we could cut her in. Right? So she gets a cut. All right? But um, no stopping anytime. Okay. So, so the Hello Ugly stuff we could easily do. Right? But my question is... Do people want Hello Ugly stuff or shirts or anything like that? Like, you know what? I'll look into the merge and... Cause, I would want it to be something that I'm almost sort of proud of doing. Does that make sense? So, like... JD, Jay Darling says we should do Cameo, which I don't know what that is. What, I know what it is. Cameo is where you could pay amount of money to um, have us give a message. I don't think anyone... Who would ever want a message from us? <laughs> what? I don't necessarily know... <laughs> Wazia says, I'm thinking Lori is $14 and Joe is $19 on Cameo. Um, I like that. My favorite murder makes a killing off of merch. I would, I would wear a, it. I would do a Cameo for 14 bucks. If you want to just Venmo me $14, <laughs> I, will, I will say whatever you want. You know what? We should do that because not $14, but um, 
I think now at this point we're so close. I'm oh, gonna... get a talented illustrator to do type typographic Hello Uglies. Don't just do a T of the photo. I like the photo, but I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. I think it could be different things, you know? Like, I think it could be di- the photo, the thing. Like, you don't, it doesn't necessarily have to be, like, just one thing. But, yeah, I think, uh, uh, I think that's right. Yeah, I mean, yeah, if you want me to say words or, or things. Yeah, but that's or... something we could just offer on Patreon because on Cameo, they, and now I have no idea where I am. Uh, on Cameo, they take 25% according to... I just We just talked about this on a show on Drag Race Recap. On Cameo, they take 25% off the top um, of whatever it is you earn. Um, so... Um, I, on Patreon, we can get 100%. You know what I'm saying? And I just give it to you. <laughs> Ricardo asked, Lori, if I send you an Apple Watch. Well, you better do it quick because Joe's buying only one today. So. Yeah. Hey, why are you giving that away? Uh, as long as you don't do whimsically volatile style bit emoji mer- merch. Um, I mean, I know those were 